Set a spark to your integrated business and marketing strategies with America's top entrepreneurs and business leaders here at Integrate and Ignite with your host, Lori Jones. Welcome to Integrate and Ignite, the podcast. Today I've got Matt Bonoma with me. Matt joined Red Idea Group in 2010 and is a partner, general manager, and food and beverage consulting practice director. Red Idea provides strategic consulting for promising growth companies, entrepreneurs, and corporate innovators. Matt was named a 2016 40 Under 40 honoree by BizWest Media as one of the top young professionals in Boulder and Broomfield counties in Colorado. 40 Under 40 honorees are selected as the best and brightest emerging leaders making a difference in their companies, industries, and communities. Matt earned his MBA with a focus in entrepreneurship at the University of Colorado at Boulder and a BA in economics from Emory University. Welcome to the show, Matt. Thanks, Lori, and thanks for having me. You know, I've just given uh, a description on what the business is, but in your own words, tell us about Red Idea Partners. Absolutely. So briefly, we have three parts of our business. We have a consulting arm that focuses primarily in the food and beverage space. Uh, that that consulting arm works both with smaller and larger companies, but the bulk of our work is with small, growing entrepreneurial companies. We have a capital side of what we do, uh, where we have uh, stakes in about 14 businesses at the moment. 13 of those are local, and all but I believe two of them are, again, focused in the food and beverage arena. And finally, we have what we call a co-launch arm of what we do. And in short, the co-launch arm is uh, taking ideas from a literal paper napkin through to launching them and having them be living and breathing businesses. We've got uh, two of those that have actually launched and have uh, revenue at this point, and we have two more that are coming soon. Oh, that's fantastic. Revenue is always a very important thing, right? Yes, indeed. <laughs> you know, I've had the pleasure of meeting you um, two or three times already. It's it's one of the reasons I'm so excited to have you on the show. You've got such a unique philosophy um, and such a neat history um, behind really starting the business. What leadership qualities do you feel are necessary to succeed in today's business? You you work with so many entrepreneurs out there. We we absolutely do, and and I've got a few that I think are especially important in terms of leadership qualities. We believe ultimately in openness, honesty, and integrity at Red Idea. So uh, when it comes to openness, that applies both to internally with our team members and staff, as well as externally with our clients. And occasionally that means having difficult conversations that you could potentially sidestep by being less open. But ultimately, I believe it, it gets us to a place where um, our clients can truly understand and trust that the advice we're giving them is, in fact, what we really think and uh, can hopefully be much more um, directionally accurate for them. The, the other two qualities, interestingly, that we found over the years are really important in leadership are determination especially when it comes to the entrepreneurial startup businesses we work with. Probably the um, most indicative quality of whether someone's going to be successful or not is will they run through a brick wall to get to the destination they're, they're trying to get to? Will they get up again and again when 
um, business and life knocks them down and keep driving towards their goal. That actually tends to be a better indicator, in my opinion, even then, is the concept and product fantastic? Obviously, they have to be great. But if you're determined, then you're much more likely to get where you're going. Um, finally, I think having a sense of humor along for the ride is extremely critical. It's um, something that we believe in a lot here at Red Idea, that, that having your sense of humor intact, bringing it to difficult situations, make those situations easier and more approachable for everybody. They absolutely do, that's for sure. I mean, at some point in time, you just, you know, blank is going to happen, right? <laughs> yes, and indeed. And it's just a matter of how you work through it. Um, that is definitely the truth. How would you define your leadership style itself, and more specifically, your personal approach to leadership? Sure. Um so with, with leadership in general, I, I believe it's the ability really to develop and communicate a vision and mission for an organization. And as importantly, to get the people around you to buy into that vision and mission. Um, make sure that all of the oars are rowing in the right direction. And, and frankly, that's much easier said than done uh, in, in the real world. But you have to be able to lead the charge and develop cohesive working teams that are all pointed in the same direction. In in terms of my personal leadership style, I am a, uh, I, I like to lead by example. I, I like to try to do my job as well as humanly possible to um, come to work and behave in the way that, that I um, hope all of our colleagues behave in and really um, just setting that, setting that example by, um, by literally showing people um, what I believe in, in in terms of work. Well, and I can definitely see how people would def would want to be by your side um, through that great leadership uh, quality there. Now, you and I have talked a lot about integrated marketing over the last several months and how important it is no matter what life cycle your brand is in. But along with integrated marketing becomes you know, getting your, getting your team on the same page as well. Aside from leading by example, how do you integrate your internal teams um, so that they are singing from the same songbook? We, we try to be really clear about expectations for the team. So what metrics do we want people to hit? Effectively letting them know directionally where do we want the company to go and why do we want to go there? And then we try to respect everyone's individual approach and working style to how do you get there. At the end of the day, no two people on any team will solve the same problem the same way. But that, that's ultimately a good thing. By, yeah, and by really reiterating again and again, here's where we're going. This is the direction we're pointed at. This is the mountain we're trying to climb. Uh, everyone can take a slightly different path to get there. And quite frankly, that's a huge value add for the business. So we don't need everybody marching necessarily in lockstep to get to that goal. We just want everyone to say mountaintop. Tell us about the integrated marketing programs that you've implemented internally to elevate the brand and your brand and, and perhaps what has worked and, and what hasn't. Sure. So we're a small entrepreneurial company, just like the businesses that we work with. 
um, one of the benefits that we have reaped for Red Idea over the years has been in the being in the nice position of being able to do, frankly, a lot of our marketing um, directly and face to face with people. The food and beverage community, especially in Boulder, is really vibrant. There are a lot of events. There are a lot of opportunities to speak literally directly to face to face with um, potential clients and to get referrals that way. That being said, we are in the process of growing up a little bit in terms of our integrated marketing approach and how do we face the market. And that starts with like like with a lot of companies with um, social media efforts and with making sure that we are out there communicating our message and as importantly, our value proposition to potential clients. Um, so we think it's actually historically difficult for um, small businesses to tackle all the different parts of integrated marketing on their own. But where we have landed is really an approach around rather than quantity and just blasting information out into the void again and again and again, we are trying to focus on quality of that communication. And can each touch that we have in terms of marketing provide real value to um, really the, the community out there, which will ultimately help reap uh, gains and rewards on that integrated marketing effort. Well, and it definitely will. And, and I love the one-on-one -on -one approach. And even as integrated marketing experts at Avocet, the bottom line is if you've got that opportunity to work with someone one-on-one -on -one and develop the brand through that kind of communication, it will hyper-accelerate the opportunity ultimately for you to land deals. And it's very similar to our clients that go to a lot of trade shows, quite frankly. They've got all of their potential customers in one room at one time. They better be marketing correctly um, to make, make it worth it. Uh, agreed. And that means you really need to be clear about what are you marketing and how are you doing it in a clear and concise fashion. That's right. That's where branding becomes so important. Now, we've all overcome obstacles. You and I have had a conversation about a few of them. Can you tell us about a challenging time with the organization or a situation that could have devastated the company, ruined it even, but that situation, during that time you persisted, you made it through, you made great decisions, you triumphed, and how have you taken that once painful memory and applied it to the lessons learned in the way you work today? Sure. So so being part of a small entrepreneurial dynamic organization, um, quite frankly, every single day is fraught with successes and challenges. But one of those that we have worked on diligently over the past year or two is um, how to apply our consulting expertise when it comes to small entrepreneurial businesses to larger organizations out there. So how does our experience with a $300,000 revenue startup translate to a white wave foods, for instance, or to a multinational um, company. And we have wrestled a lot with that internally. Um, it's required a great deal of organizational change and rethinking. It's required um, bringing in different team members with different and diverse skill sets, really thinking through what are our consulting offerings how do we price them? How do we work with clients? Um, 
fundamentally, it's been the process almost of starting a, a new business where we have to rationalize each piece of what we're doing and why we're doing it. Um, what I will tell you is, is this effort to pivot and also work with larger companies has strengthened just about every piece of what we do. The act of really in a regimented way thinking through how do we communicate what we do? What is, if you strip everything away, the very core of what we do at Red Idea? And how do we communicate and talk about that to people? Has, has helped both in terms of being able to interface and speak with larger organizations, but also in terms of how do we speak to our entrepreneurial clients and how can we be more clear about that and communicate crisply, concisely, and clearly with them. Well, it's it's such a very um, real thing, and it, I think marketing ourselves, and, and you and I are, are in, on some level, um, similar industries, although we, we typically would take what you've done and, you know, begin to develop the brand, um, but it, it truly does tie into the saying about the cobbler's children have, has no, have no shoes. When it comes to marketing ourselves, it's difficult. I mean, it really, really is. And you have to just step back and think, okay, the process we take our clients through, there's a reason for this. We need to take ourselves through the same process. Uh, absolutely agreed. And it's, it's valuable process. There's a huge amount of value there, but it's, it's human nature to to want to point that externally more often than internally, but but we found that there's so much value to using the same approach internally. How um, long into Red Idea Group's tenure did you decide that you did want to pivot and work with some larger brands? And and was there a specific reason, um, or were you just growing, you know, along with the brands that you had helped start at the onset? It's a good question. We've been talking about it for several years. Um, and, you know, really there is uh, more opportunity in some ways for stability with some of the larger brands where they have um, budget, scope, and need around longer engagements um, where we can really set the entire team free to help them out. So, Part of it is we wanted to build the base around really having expertise in the entrepreneurial market, being in Boulder, being able to trend spot, being able to see where is the market going and why do we believe it's going there. And, and quite frankly, having developed that skill set, that's what I believe is most valuable to some of our larger clients, where we can bring an entrepreneurial spark and also viewpoint on the market to a much larger organization. Talk to us about trend spotting. Um, I love that. And and how do you uncover that and then share that kind of information with your clients? Sure. So we are, in a lot of ways, blessed to be based out of Boulder, Colorado. It is probably the uh, hub for natural and organic food startups in the country. So we have an inherent um, luxury and benefit of being stitched into that community and meeting every week with many inspiring entrepreneurs who are doing new, interesting, forward-thinking brands and concepts in that space. Uh, the, the other way that we transpot, frankly, is 
go down to, for instance, the local Whole Foods here in Boulder, which is one of the best ones that Whole Foods has uh, across their 300 plus stores. It sure is. I would agree <laughs> with you on that. Yeah, and it's right. It's fun as a consumer just to walk the aisles and see oh. what's new. But it, it's also fun as uh, a business person putting that hat on and really looking at what's new and exciting. And frankly, what grabs your attention as a consumer? Because that's a brand that's doing something interesting and is standing out somehow. It really is. I, I love that. Define success for the organization. Where do you see Red Ideas Group going um, in the future? You've got this great pivot that you're doing with the larger brands. Is there a magic moment when you feel that you've made it? Good question. So really what we are about at Red Idea is helping entrepreneurs and companies grow. Um, we, we try to help grow and launch, and in some cases, relaunch exciting brands and concepts. So I, I don't believe there's sort of a um, end of the rainbow, if you will, in terms of sitting back and saying, oh, we've made it. We, we set out to do exactly um, what we wanted to accomplish. Really, that process is one of adding layer after layer after layer of helping businesses succeed, helping them think through really difficult problems that they're facing. That's, quite frankly, what we most enjoy here is, is helping people find the right answer or what is the closest possible thing to a right answer in any given situation. And then working primarily with, with smaller businesses, we get the gratification of seeing them sometimes the same day go out and implement, for instance, a piece of advice or a concept that we've been working on together. And we get to see that translate into real life and hopefully into business success almost immediately. And, and that's what we find really, truly gratifying here is if we can help people along their pathway to success and if we can help them stub their toe a few less times than they might otherwise stub their toe, then, then we're a success. It sure is. And yeah, I had such an interesting interview last week with a gentleman um, by the name of Leo Bottery, and he is with Vistage, which is a peer-to-peer -peer, um, uh, CEO group. And you really, I, I think one of the unique elements of what Red Ideas provides that aspiring uh, entrepreneurial spirit is that peer-to-peer -peer review. You yourselves are entrepreneurs, but when you can really provide um, that peer-to-peer -peer review and help them realize that they do or they don't have a great product and what they need to do to get it to market, um, you become so much more valuable to them instead of just providing a simple service. Uh, I, I agree, and we are passionate about helping people out in that respect as, as much as we are able to. And at the end of the day, I, I will be the first one to tell our clients that I am not the arbiter of whether or not they have a great product or not. Okay. I, I, can, I can help them as um, one consumer in that respect, but we can help them really through grounded, solid business thinking, make the most of the concept that they have in the market. 
It's so true. Moving on to some of the internal strategies, um, again, what one strategy or, or process have you implemented that if CEOs and their teams could consistently apply each day would result in big wins for them? Really good question. Um, what what comes to mind is something really, really simple. And I've been working with Rochelle, our CEO, for uh, six plus years at this point. And, and this comes directly from him. And it is simple piece of advice that is do not make assumptions. And it's one of the mantras that we try to live by here at Red Idea. Um, and, it, and it's not human nature not to make assumptions and to question every part of a process, but I do think it's hugely valuable. Carefully thinking through what you're doing and are you on the right track? Are you asking the right questions? Um, I think it, it makes sure that everyone is on the same page and leads to better results while reducing errors along the way. And in my experience, frankly, that's good common sense business thinking, and it goes a long way to helping find the right answer in most situations. It really and, does. I, I would agree with that. And, um, you know, it's, it's when you start asking you, yourselves those questions that you have those aha moments, those epiphanies even, and you think, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad that we've got this process in place um, to really fine tune ultimately, you know, or, or mitigate, eliminate what could have been a disaster, quite frankly. Absolutely right. Now, if there's one thing that you, you yourself and, and perhaps the company want to be known for, what would that be? I think it's one and the same for both of those answers, quite frankly, and that's helping to build and foster strong companies. It really is at the core of everything we do at Red Idea, whether it's consulting for a startup or an established business, uh, whether it is investing in a business or whether it's actually launching a business from scratch, we are passionate about that process of how do you strategically grow a business with all of the natural constraints that that business might have and how do you make the most out of the resources that it does have to build the best possible company and brand that you can out there in the market. Well, and you've built a lot of them, Matt, that's for sure. We thank you so much for being on the show today. And I loved what you said about determination. At the end of the day, if you're going to run through a brick wall and continue to run through it for what you believe in and get to that destination, then you're the perfect match for Matt and Red Idea Group. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, Laurie. This episode is complete, but the inspiration has just begun. Head over to avocetcommunications.com for show notes and more aha moments. Tune in regularly to ignite your integrated business and marketing strategies with Lori Jones and the Integrate and Ignite podcast.